Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. It's still not too late for Carson Wentz to win Super Bowl MVP. Welcome to an RIP Nat Hackett edition of Sorry We Love Football, the only show that actively hates the sport that it covers. I'm your host and Eagles fan, Daniel Hardigan. Everybody settle down. Just relax. The Eagles are still 13-2. and two. It's fine, Danny. Juggernaut. Yeah, juggernaut. <laughs> hey, with us as always, Chiefs fan Danny Solomon. Danny. How nervous are you for this Broncos reverse jinx that they're trying to pull off by firing their co- their coach this week? It's honestly the the only way they could win this one is by getting the the dead coach bump because I it, I mean we all saw that it was it, Russell Wilson is it, I might be worse than Zach Wilson. <laughs> uh, hey, we got Washington Commanders fan Jamel Johnson as always. Jamel Carson Wentz is back. How excited are you for Wentz versus Watson this week? I'm honestly pretty pumped. I'm actually he pretty uh, Carson Wentz sent me a shotgun when he got when they pulled him off the bench last week. I'm I'm pretty jacked. <laughs> Hell yeah! Uh, and hey, joining the show today we have a very funny comedian and somehow a Los Angeles Chargers fan, John Ozelay. What's up, John? How you doing? Hey. Welcome to the playoffs. Thank you so much. I will say real quick clarification. I am an anti fan. I used to be a diehard Chargers fan until they moved to Los Angeles. Now they're my least favorite team, and I, my favorite team is whoever is playing them every week. Well, Fair come on. It's how would you say that on this week of weeks, the battle for Los Angeles Rams versus Chargers? I think it's technically a Chargers home game, right? That's laughable. It's so funny. They it don't have a single home game all year. They're playing the Browns. The whole stadium is orange. It's hilarious. Now, you I know we've had conversations in the past during the time when I believe you still were a San Diego Chargers fan. We'll just say we'll delineate it by saying San Diego when we mean the time that you were a fan. Right. And then Los Angeles during the dark time. They're the Los Angeles Chargers. You don't have a team, right? You have only this rotating cast of people who beat the Chargers. Yes. Chargers are going to the playoffs. You take no pride in that. You have no feelings. Come whatsoever. on back, baby. Oh, cool. They need you. It's really like it's a real sad state. Like I, I felt so let let down by the Nat Hackett's of the world who had like a, on paper one of you know a better team and still just choked in the AFC West. It's it's absurd. Like they somehow backed their way in. What a weird year this like season has been. Do they ever try to like acknowledge that they were in San Diego? Like, have they ever had Chris Humphreys come back? Yeah, yeah. they tried. Like the first couple years, they would try to like bring like brand ambassadors to like LT to like try to come on the uh, broadcast and say like, "Hey, they're still the same old Chargers, but now we're in Los Angeles." Without giving too much of a nod, every single I think still you'll find sportscasters who are calling the games and call them San Diego. It's it hilarious. happens. 
you have a franchise quarterback, sort of. You have, yeah. You have, you have pizza face. He's it's true. He's he, everybody loves him, even though he's not that good. But he's a loved top five in quotes quarterback. Yeah. You've got a, gr- a a defense that you know has guys when they're all healthy. Like you can't get into this playoff run when the San Diego Chargers disappointed you all those years. Listen, I if I were to get excited about this particular playoff run, I would be it's like going to like back to heroin if you kicked it or whatever. Like it's <laughs> like I remember the Hall of Fame players that played in the mid 2000s that I like would get real amped up for um going into the playoffs only to have them let us down every single time. It's not like, you know, this team is any better than the, you know, LT Antonio Gates years with rivers or breeze true um we you know we had like all like we've had yes we have a, a franchise quarterback somehow lucked into it uh, the one draft they didn't blow um and like but it's it's all organizational like i've i've come like i've clear you know glasses now to see like how bad this organization has always been now that i'm on the other side of it where it's like they were never going to win when they had rivers and gates and, and lt the same way they're not going to win now. It's just like they have, they happen to have good players, but they're not, they're still not a good organization and good organizations win Super Bowls. Um, okay. Let's get into it. Let's start the show the way that we always do by talking about what we hated about watching the last week. Uh, Danny, kick us off. What'd you hate about watching football last week? Look, I mean, I, I think it should be obvious to everybody who caught the national game at 10 o'clock Chiefs for Seahawks. I hated Fox cutting away from my fucking game. Yes, the score was 24 to 3 in the fourth. Doesn't matter. Because once they cut away from your game, you have to go to extreme lengths to find it because all the apps have it blacked out because it's a national game. The conflict is there. Suddenly, it's it goes from like the most easy to watch thing to like total obscurity. It's like what HBO Max is doing, basically. Just getting rid of whole people's television series. When my team is on, I want to watch the whole goddamn thing. I don't care how not competitive it is. I want to see the backup DBs making garbage time picks. I want to see Pat and the boys joking around on the sidelines. I, I might have had some fantasy stuff on the line. I don't know. I've, I've been eliminated since early November, but still, <laughs> I could have. Theoretically, it could have. And guess what, rest of America? I don't give a shit about your entertainment. You can't handle watching a 17-point game. You need Mommy Fox to coddle you and make sure you're properly stimulated at all times. You people are soft. That's an, This is an American problem. Softness. Watching a mediocre team get their asses kicked teaches you about the harsh realities of life. <laughs> Sometimes Cinderella stories or magical comebacks don't happen. Sometimes... When you take your shirts off during warm-ups in one-degree weather to show how badass you are, it ends up being totally pointless and you get dog-walked anyway. That's life. I think people shouldn't be allowed to turn away from that so easily. Don't be afraid to experience unpleasant things. This is why we're so divided. Danny, I love this. and Especially coming on the heels of a 33-point comeback just days prior you're gonna cut away from a 17 point game i didn't think the seahawks were gonna come back but to just say we're just assuming this is impossible we saw the broncos come back on the chiefs earlier this season yeah anything's possible every comeback has happened we've seen it all 
you know, you think Kurt Menefee doesn't get to decide what I <laughs> think is a doable comeback. I mean, that's and, I'm still anxious at 24 to three if we if there's more than seven minutes on the clock. And like you're saying, the the fantasy implications. I mean, both those teams have players that people are paying attention to. So there's all of this shit that you are just. And then what do you have to go to Reddit streams? Or some sort of buff streams or... Yeah. Uh, Unreliable at best streaming Illegal wise. internet. And then you have to go to the dark web. Uh, yeah. And I mean, they're getting it from the local Kansas City market, I guess. That's that's not a, a, a sturdy platform. I just like that, to think that Kurt Menefee is the one like pulling those levers. <laughs> He's like, this is done. Yeah, Let's a, put me on the air. I'm done watching this. <laughs> oh, Danny. Danny and his champagne problems with his Chiefs. <laughs> How long can you have these things? No, Danny? the What I Hated segment's getting harder and harder every yeah. week as we cruise to the the biggest win total in Patrick Mahomes' tenure, which is insane to say. Wow. Yeah, you guys are you know pretty what? spoiled this year, right? Eagles and Chiefs. Like it's it seems like you guys are headed for potential Super Bowl here. It's it's tough because Danny, I'm just going to jump in and, and say what I hated because I'm not going to lie. With having your team wrapping pretty much wrapping up the one seed so early in the year, and now I, we have a bunch of backups in this game, I have started to get a little bit of a wandering eye during these football games. I'm looking at basketball box scores now. I started reading a book this past weekend. <laughs> I'm remembering that I have interests outside of football, which I haven't literally thought about those in months. I mean, I was straight up bored by the games on Sunday and Monday. And Danny, you're getting used to this, this December kind of lull. Even you're feeling it in fucking November at this point. You're just like, can we speed up to the playoffs? You've mentioned this a lot, the football fatigue. And I'm with you. I'm just ready for something that actually matters. And I hope I'm not taking for granted literally the best Eagle season in history. If once we win one more game, that 14 wins in a if, season will be the best one. Win one more game. We're going to win one of these two games. Uh, I need to get re-engaged. We lost to the Cowboys this week, and I literally didn't care at all. I moved on immediately. So this lull I'm experiencing, I don't know how to feel. At first, I felt uncomfortable because we were so good. Now I'm bored waiting for the playoffs. It's been a strange season. I, I just love Jamel's face during all this. I, people can't <laughs> hear it on a podcast. I hope you're watching in any way the video version of this. But Jamel's face during that, what I hate, following up on the two ass, spoiled assholes team-wise. <laughs> I mean, you guys know you can both suck my dick. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. It'll be <laughs> Enjoy the playoffs. Enjoy almost winning the Super Bowl, both of you. You can still get there. The you can get there. Out. All four of our stop, teams. Stop, guys. I thought you guys were going to stop doing this. That's right. I thought I, you all agreed to leave me alone. I think I made a pledge to stop. Okay, yeah. Jono. Yeah. Let's move on. Jono, what'd you hate about watching football? I hated week? that, like, because of fantasy football, um, I have to, like, it's being the playoffs and everything. Like, the games are more important. So I had to watch the Tampa Bay Buccaneers oh. into overtime with <laughs> the Arizona Cardinals. Um, just in case Chris Godwin was going to catch three touchdowns and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense would maybe get a few sacks on the third string quarterback. And, and like, I had a 40 point deficit going into Sunday night and I was just like, well, 
I ha- it's my whole season. I've been the best team all year. I lost Jalen Hurts mm. at the worst time possible. Wow. Uh, and and I had to rely on a, what was it, a Justin Fields who had like 11 rushing yards despite being the best rushing quarterback of all time. So I was just like, well, there's an outside chance I can still win. I have, it's Christmas weekend. I have no work tomorrow. I have to just watch this game and see a thousand-year-old Tom Brady skip it past Chris Godwin at his feet as a 2,000-year-old J.J. Watt, like, still, like, is going for these. I don't know. It's It was a torturous experience that made me feel bad. And, and like, the fact that the Bucks at 6-8 and eight, or 7-8 and eight now might still make the playoffs, or probably the favorites to make the playoffs from the oh, NFC definitely. South. Yeah. Um, and, like, oh, yeah, the other thing that I hated the most about it was the, like, um, <laughs> the Tom Brady narrative they have to go to which is like anytime he's playing against the worst possible teams are like, don't count him out. You know, I'm terrific. He's still got it. He'll come back from 10 against a third string quarterback on the other team. And JJ Watt somehow with the best receivers and, and still might come. It, it took overtime. It was ridiculous. Yeah. You might be the only person listening to this who watched that game. <laughs> yeah. I think. I do what even transpired? How did they get to 16, 16? I mean, who's the star of that game? It, I'm, like it, weirdly, like you could see Mike Tarico. Yeah. Like yeah. the, the lines were pretty good, I guess. Like the, no one was getting any, like it was both defenses were doing pretty well. And actually JJ Watt looked good despite his age. Uh, I think he just announced his retirement like today or something. Um, RIP. He did. Yeah, he's he's one of the best <laughs> ever. Uh, but yeah, like he, it was seemed like no one could get anything going, and it was just all random happens. A battle of attrition is is how I got there, and is I don't know. Also, arguably not even the worst game this weekend. There were so many duds. Chargers, Colts. Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, terrible. I Broncos, Rams. <laughs> awful. What else? Yeah. Falcons at Ravens. Oh, now which is a better type of game, a better type of bad game to watch? Is it the like complete blowout that's boring after the third quarter? Or is it the two snails fucking like <laughs> dick, like bad teams going to overtime? Oh, yeah. Snail sex. Snail sex for sure. Because it's like it's it's funnier. Yeah, it's a, it's a, the fall to the bottom, I guess. <laughs> the downward spiral battle. But you get decent. Which is play. a snail sex position. They do <laughs> downward spiral is how a snail sex position. Jamal, what'd you hate about watching football last week? You know what I hated about watching football last week is just the way coaches of bad teams think. Why why do coaches of bad teams continue to refuse gifts? It's the holiday weekends. It's it's day two of Kwanzaa while while we're recording this. You get handed a gift, and you look at it. You're the coach of one of the worst teams in league history. You look at it and you say, "Nah, I could, I, I'll buy one myself. I don't need this. Uh, my my grandma's getting me a gift card or something. I don't need this lip balm. You better take that shit. You better enjoy them gifts. I watched one too many coaches." get a turnover in the red zone, get stalled, and decide I'm going for it on fourth down instead of taking a field goal. Your team sucks. 
take the point. If you kick the ball, they will give you points. You coach the Colts. <laughs> kick the fucking ball. <laughs> I just, and don't and don't even get me started on uh, Riverboat Ron's ass. <laughs> he passed just, up a few. Just take the points, dude. I learned on like Madden 08. Those are free points, man. Those are free points. I've been on unemployment for three years, man. That's free. Those are free points, man. You better take them points. Quit crying. That was, I mean, I really thought, and I wasn't sure who to root for, given all the playoff scenarios, because I do not want to play the Chargers in the playoffs. If, if it happens that we're the second seed, I don't want to see a seven seed Chargers team. I'd rather see, you know, the Dolphins, honestly, with scrambled eggs too, and, and maybe have to deal with Teddy. But Oof. either way, I I was trying to root for the Chargers, and I was still pissed off watching the Colts. Like, just my natural instinct to watch the Chargers lose, which I guess, Jono, you can understand fully. I, this was insane what they were asking Nick Foles to do. Bro, it's straight up. Jeff Saturday is ungrateful. He's ungrateful. <laughs> He's he's unqualified and he got a, one of the most coveted jobs in America, and he is not grateful. It's like you when you give a child an Xbox and he wanted a PlayStation. <laughs> There's some good games on that Xbox. For sure. <laughs> Figure it out, man. I don't like the way this controller feels. <laughs> Get used to it, man. Just use it. <laughs> Okay, let's uh, let's move on. Let's get into this week's game. Uh, hey, I, the holiday seasons are great because they don't stop. We got Hanukkah. We got Christmas. It's day two of Kwanzaa, which culminates in New Year's Eve, which means people are going to ask you what your New Year's resolutions are. It's inevitable, so you better have something to say. It's like, what are you thankful for around Thanksgiving? You got to have something loaded. Danny. I'm not even going to pretend how I don't know this game works. What's your New Year's resolution this year? Is it football related? I'm assuming it will be. I think it should be. Yeah, I think that's the requirement for at least going through this without uh, boring everyone. Because, I mean, if I could get my real New Year's resolution, I think I'm going to start. I'm going to keep my food journal going. I don't know. (laughs) Who cares? Uh, New Year's resolutions. Such a lazy brain game that all the talking heads are doing, so let's just knock it out. I resolve, and this can really only apply actually to the 2023 season, but I resolve that I will not have an opinion of any kind until week 14. When will I just learn? There's no reason to actually solidify any thoughts on what's going to happen. I know that might make the podcast totally unlistenable, since Dan will be teeing me up for takes And I'll just say, I don't know. Let's see what happens. It's kind of the only thing you can say. But the upside will be that I won't look like a fucking idiot over and over again trying to predict any of this crap that happens. Like earlier this season, I was giving it up for Tua and Gino. I was thinking, like, how could that party ever end? (laughs) That's all, like, out there for people to look at and, and laugh and put on freezing cold takes if, you know, if we had the numbers to even getting people's eyes to put me on freezing cold takes, but I'd gladly be there. I said, Aaron and Tom were done. I said they were out of the playoffs. Now they're both probably in. 
And Aaron has a chance to put his bare feet up on Kirk Cousins' coffee table in the wild card round. He's a real guy now. I mean, this is, I'm going to have to keep dealing with him. I said Baker Mayfield was going to the CFL. <laughs> now he's an all-pro. What keeps happening? It's like when I say it, it just doesn't happen. It's one thing to lose credibility over these things too, but I've lost money. So now it has to end. And I'm calling on all of you to join me in not prematurely shooting our mouths off before week 14. Let's see if we can have the first 13 weeks next year that's like a coach's wet dream. No speculation. Nothing. No, like, MVP race think pieces. No spicy posts. Just pure, delicious patience. (laughs) A cheeseburger in paradise, as Andy Reid might say. (laughs) If we all agree to this, I think we'll have a cleaner football ecosystem. And I think it'll lead to kind of a Lucy type effect where us non-stupid fans will use more of our brains for scholarly pursuits like Jono, literally science. Perhaps we end up with a cleaner actual ecosystem. 2023 is going to be the year of shutting the fuck up and saving the planet. Who's with me? I'm there. Yeah. Sign me up. I like it. Better than going to the fucking gym. (laughs) Danny, the ecosystem you live in subsists on hot takes. I I know. And uh, instant reactions. I mean, you know, John John made it clear too, like, sometimes you just got to get rid of your podcast. And (laughs) that's really where this is all leading. But we keep, you know, we keep getting people hopping on board. You can't say no to growth. And uh, so we're just going to have to keep going. We at least are locked in for next season and potentially a live show. And if that's where we're at, then I think the only recourse is just to hop on here every week and not say anything that's going to get completely debunked in two fucking minutes. I just really Mm -hmm. like, I I look so stupid in these old clips. (laughs) I got a question for you. You have four days left in 2022. You want to get anything stupid off your chest? Well, you still have time. I still think the Chargers aren't making the playoffs. I'm just going to say that. I still think they can be eliminated. Man, if there was a way you could bet on that, I would put so much money. So many Bitcoins. There's got to be like a, like a fucking Falcons game coming up that you guys are going to weirdly go wire to wire with. <laughs> if they tie out, can they be eliminated? Is there some stupid thing they can do? I'm predicting it. Yeah. Uh, Jono. Do you have a football New Year's resolution for us? Sure. Mine will also take place in the 2023 season. Um, So one of the things that, like, keeps me being a, like, or I would like to remain a football fan despite a, like, very growing apparent, like, uh, veil lifted that it's an evil game that causes everyone to scramble their eggs like Tua did. Um, So I'm, I'm... trying to introduce the concept, at least in my fantasy league. And I um, suggest everyone else um, try this in their fantasy leagues as well. Um, Similar to the carbon offsets for like uh, energy companies. I want to do morality offsets for the NFL. So um, you could do it for specific players or just an overall fund. So this year I'm a commissioner in both my leagues and I made it like, if you want to have a player like Deshaun Watson on your team, um, to like for a playoff run as he, you know, gets off of his suspension, you have to 
not just put like fantasy like waiver capital in, but you have to put in like 25 real dollars to like a domestic violence survivor fund. Um, and actually this is a concept kind of like uh, popularized by Josh Gondelman too, a very funny comic from uh, who lives in New York and he's from Boston and he loves the Patriots, but obviously it's very hard to love the Patriots ethically and morally. So he decided like whenever they were in the Super Bowl, every touchdown he, they scored, he'd donate like a hundred bucks to, to a, thing uh charity that like would uh offset I, some of their their impropriety so love yeah. josh he, he does get really good writing jobs so yes. that's kind of why he's able to yeah dollars yeah. <laughs> able to pay it for some yeah didn't they score like four touchdowns last yeah, time yeah. The Super Bowl? Was... <laughs> that's like a decent amount of bread and he, he probably i think he was like trending on twitter too because he was doing it so he probably made it all back and Twitter clout before it all collapses. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that like, if you can, the same way that you do have it divided up, um, you know, winning, like the first place gets, you know, 40% or 60% or whatever, carve out a certain percentage of your fantasy winnings that will go to like a brain study or something or, or some home that like Tua and Antonio Brown can live in their, in their middle-aged years where yeah. people can babysit them and r- ride them around and in wheelchairs and have them play video games. It's like, do something that makes you feel better about the immoral act that is having the most athletic men on earth slam their heads together and abuse the people they interact with in life. It's a football swear job. Yeah, exactly. I like it. Yeah. So I like it a lot. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, my boss doesn't need my hundred bucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like everybody, your office, the guy you've never met who's the assistant editor in a different building than yours who happens to be in your league doesn't need the extra money when they win for no reason. Yeah. Put it somewhere good. Yeah. At least some of it. Or better. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, uh, cancer kids. <laughs> Get ready. Some shit's coming your way. Our fantasy is partially your reality. Yeah. <laughs> Just with, here's some breadcrumbs. Uh, Jamel, New Year's resolution. Ready, set, go. I resolute to never watch a game with my family again. It's over. I can't do it. It's bad for my health. I love these people so much. But when the commanders are on TV, I can't be around them. I know I said this last week, and they're still in L.A., so it's still true. Southwest Airlines can kiss my ass. Let me start there. <laughs> Moving forward, they ju- it's just, it gets harder and harder, man. I have no idea why these people really thought we were going to beat the 49ers on the road. And then when we lose, it's just, I got my little brother an authentic Deion Sanders football skins jersey. He didn't even know they played for the team. He loves Deion. When he saw the jersey, he was like, what? I love this. And then they lose the game. Now the jersey is as close to the trash can (laughs) as it could be without actually being in the trash. But worse than that, what it takes for them to watch games is going to give me diabetes. My man, it was just me and my brothers. (laughs) Two large Pizza Hut pizzas, Mm. a set of wings, and a full tray, a full Pyrex tray of buffalo chicken dip. Mm. I can't live like this. And they won't throw it away. They won't let any of it go. 
the game's over. Everybody's sad. Nobody wants to eat anymore. I'm like, yo, I got to get this, this tray of chicken dip away from us, man. It should not be here. Do you have any idea the amount of calories in this fucking thing? And they're like, no, what are you doing? Put it back. It's mine. I'm like, put it back for what? So you can sit on the couch and cry some more? I'm out. How many wings come in a stack? A set is two different kinds of wings. Mm. A set, excuse me. Eight minimum of two different kinds of wings. (laughs) We didn't need that. We only needed one pizza. I mean, you definitely don't need dip. You can just like dunk your wing into the pepperoni grease into the juice yeah. the juice of a fully turtle shelled uh pe- pizza hut pepperoni a pizza hut pepperoni pizza is the, one of the sweatiest things I ever seen it's like the fucking it's the jordan peele meme of him dripping it looks like you ringed out a dish rag on a, on a fucking pizza and you can't do the napkin pat it down technique in front of your family i mean that's you'll be made no, fun of for will. the rest of your yeah. life Dog, they're gonna they would they would have sent me to um uh reconfiguration camp. You know what I'm saying? That is how in the pro that's how the Go rest ahead, of America eats. I just was gonna you know, once you once you leave LA, the confines of LA where everybody's trying to, you know, do self-care, you find out everybody everyone else in the country is having a great fucking time doing whatever they want. They don't care, and I feel that. I'm like, live, be free. I just know that if I was around for these last three regular season games of the year, I would have diabetes. They would have to take my foot. Mm. And the problem is, if it's there, you're going to eat it. Yeah, what are you going to do? I had a, I had That's, way too much pizza. I can't help my... We went to a Christmas... We went to a buffet Christmas night. They're carving nice slices of ham. Uh, there's swordfish available. So there's nice options. But then, obviously, there's a kid section. Where you have mini corn dogs, mm. uh, mac and cheese, uh, just chicken fingers. So I pretend to get an adult plate. And then, of course, I find my way to the bullshit. And that's where I really uh, inhale most of my calories for the evening. And there's no... So you you have to eliminate <laughs> the bad stuff. Yeah. If it's there, you'll eat it. If it's in a kid cuisine, don't eat it. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> can't help myself uh okay quickly for my new year's resolution i think it's time to let go of some grudges you wouldn't it be nice to start 2023 with a clean slate leave some hatred behind i mean anger it's so last year so i'm just gonna go ahead and uh focus on a few coaches and, and let go of a few grudges uh, jonathan gannon the eagles defensive coordinator the man responsible for giving up a third and 30 to the cowboys in a crucial moment I'm not mad at all. I'm actually glad that he gave up that play. It's all part of his plan. And I'm just, that's fine. It's okay. Nathaniel Hackett, it's all good, man. It's not your fault Russell Wilson calls his own plays and all his teammates hate him. I wish you luck as an offensive consultant at Vanderbilt next year. I really, I really hope you do great. Jeff Saturday, think about it this way. Technically, you can't get fired from a job you never ha- really had in the first place. That's true. So, Blowing a 33-point lead and starting Nick Foles, it's not really your fault. I really don't blame him. Uh, Browns coach. (laughs) Browns coach, I don't even remember your name anymore. It's not your fault Deshaun Watson sucks this season. I used to know your name, and I forgot because that's how bad this Browns season has been. 
Uh, and I know you've had a lot on your mind this season. You're going to be all right. I really believe in you. And I think I'm going to try and take the same energy into next season uh, and just not hate any of these coaches, even though they're so easy. They're such easy targets, but I'm just going to let that go. Take the points, losers. Swear. <laughs> then we won't have just to have forgive them, you. Uh, Jono, mm. where can we find you the rest of this season? Do you have any Chargers postseason predictions now that we think they're they're 100% mathematically, mathematically making it? Yes. Even though there's some wriggle room yeah, that we yeah. discussed. Yeah. But do you have some predictions? One team. And uh, where can we find you the rest of this season? Um, I'm at Jono Zalay on all social media, J-O-N-O-Z-A-L-A-Y. Um, I... I think that like the chargers are the kind of team that like does kind of sneak into the playoffs on the bat, like just on the happen that like the Raiders and Broncos sucked and imploded this year. They're like, and they have good talent, but can't put it together entirely, but they will shock someone in the first round, get a little bit of buzz and then ultimately implode in the next round. They'll, they'll make it maybe to the divisional round. Um, and like they, they can keep it spicy, but they're not a good team. They're they're not a good organization. They're, there's nothing about them that screams like this is a team of destiny. So they're going to charger themselves as they always do. Whenever they're underdogs, they win one game in the playoffs. Whenever they're absolute favorites, they make the most embarrassing plays in the history of the NFL and will get knocked out immediately. Whatever you expect them to do, they'll do the opposite for one game and and then never make the Super Bowl. I mean, they can beat Trevor Lawrence if that's what it comes down to. They can beat Trevor Lawrence. They could possibly even beat Josh Allen if it's a 3-6 situation. I mean, they'll just send Derwin James on a submarine into his knee. Yeah. (laughs) Head first. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, You're right. A word that we haven't used yet, cursed. The Chargers are cursed. cursed. Uh, I can't remember if Danny or Jamel uh, revealed to us a few seasons back that Phillip Rivers has hookers buried under Qualcomm stadium. So, <laughs> Oh yeah. Until those bodies are discovered, the team is cursed. We needed to find more moms for his uh, progeny, you know, <laughs> they couldn't get, they couldn't provide him another <laughs> child. They were, they were th- thrown to the cement. Damn. Oh, well, John is Thank you for joining us. Bolt up. I'm sorry that they're in LA. Uh, <laughs> bolt them, go charge them down to San Diego in a few years. <laughs> I want them to bottom out. I want them to like be so bad, so mediocre. I don't want them ever to be too bad that they get another player like Herbert in like top five draft position. I want them to stay between draft picks eight and 16 and stay there for another five years until they're inevitably bought out and moved back to San Diego. That's commander's football, baby. I'm hoping for the same. Tory Pines, what up? <laughs> Week 17. Used to be the last week of the year. Now it's not. <laughs> we have two more weeks of football. Uh, week 16, we all went nine and seven. So it was a wash. Uh, you guys somehow nailed this Texans Titans pick, which is fucking. I, I will never. Uh, you picked a one and 11 team to win a game, and they did. One 11 uh, and one. Yeah, come my on. Go- my goodness. Um, let me see what's genius picks only I got. Uh, looking around, looking around. None of them. I got the Packers Dolphins game. Packers. Yeah, shouldn't have happened, honestly. But How I about mean, that, three Unfair. interceptions to the to it felt like the same guy. Uh, Tua sucks. I mean, he had his brain scrambled, like uh, you said. He hadn't. Yeah. It wasn't that early in the game. He had already thrown a couple before he got he got 
knocked into hopefully next year, next season, because uh, he should not be back. The NFL media, that's all they want. They're like, this guy cannot possibly play again. It's like, shouldn't we see what he thinks too? He's going to want to play. Of course. Which I know we have to protect him for himself and all that. What if the doctor says it's okay? Is that is that better than an NFL network guy saying it's, it's not okay? That's true. I, I You have to let the gladiators fight and die in the arena. Because I don't think Tua feels like he has great career prospects after football. At this age, I I would not think so. He doesn't seem totally charismatic. Hasn't gotten to that first contract where he's fully paid out. And the the Dolphins community loves him. I mean, there's nowhere to go. You're going to be doing college analysis at 8.30 in the morning. Yeesh. Alabama radio. I mean, what do you do? So, yeah, hold on to this job, man. I mean, he could just go home to Hawaii and just live on the beach for the rest of his life. Doesn't sound too bad. Uh, so our grand totals are Danny's still ahead, but this is all anybody's game because we're literally within three or five games of each other. Mm. Danny's at 141, 95 and two. I'm at 138, 102. Jamel's at 136, 102 and two. So I'm three behind Danny. Jamel is five behind Danny. We're going, th- this is not just regular season. Are we going through the playoffs? Yeah, LFG. Last year, I had to sweat till the fucking Super Bowl. Okay, we're going now through the playoffs. Now you want to change the rules? <laughs> no. Just clarifying for new listeners, uh, we will be picking games through the Super Bowl. That is when we will determine our $100 gift card <laughs> prize winner. Uh, there's a lot on the line. <laughs> Anybody's ball game. Let's get into this week 17 slate. Cowboys at Titans, Thursday night football. Looks like it's going to be Malik Willis. Looks like it's going to be a Cowboys victory, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Cowboys. I got to stop. I got to just go chalk. We do really have to. I mean, now it's we're playing for keeps. This is too tight even for me. I was in the lead. I was cruising for so long. Now I got to not only figure out the strategy, but pick teams that are just obvious. The Cowboys are obviously better than whatever the Titans are right now. Yeah. I mean, they lost to the Texans at home in a must-win game. I mean, Derrick Henry ran for over 100 yards. None of it mattered. Yeah, and the Cowboys kind of need. They just waxed your asses. So <clears throat> they put up 40. So it's inex- nothing I can really say. That was that was rough to watch, at least from a, a Cowboys scoring output uh, perspective. They they took it to us. So that that was rough. They're pro- they're going to take it to the Titans as well. Let's move on to Sunday. Morning. We're back to Sundays. No Saturday games this week. Phew. Thank God. Yeah, your Saturdays are free. You don't have to set your lineups or worry for your championship matches. Sunday football. Cardinals at Falcons. I mean, thank God these teams play each other so they don't have to ruin a game that matters. Like, this is awful. This is as bad as it gets. This is a one-sentence game. I'm going to say J.J. Watt hero mode. Post-retirement hero mode. Everybody joins in on the fun beating the shit out of the Riddler. Oh my God. Danny is picking the Arizona Cardinals to win a football game. They're hot. They took Tom Brady. Out of the water. <laughs> That's hot. I mean, I, nobody else besides Jono watched one second of that game. So I assume they're hot. Oh my goodness. I am picking the Falcons. There's no good reason for it. There's no logic to this game. It's like you were saying, Danny, nobody knows anything to week 14. I don't know anything about either of these teams at all 
and we're in week 17. So I, this is just a coin flip. It's Falcons for me. They're at home. Yeah, got to go Falcons. Uh, I hope to never watch bird ball again. Hoping picking the Falcons works once for a change. Okay, Bears at Lions. Um, the Bears no-showed the Bills game, even though they played tough the previous couple weeks. And then the Lions no-showed. Their, the America was rooting for the Detroit Lions to make the playoffs. They had everybody's goodwill on their side, and they just got pulverized by the Panthers. I mean, Dan Campbell, that makes me question if he's a good coach or not. Because the Panthers have an interim head coach in Steve Wilkes. And Dan Campbell got fucking smashed by that guy. And now they're still, I guess, possibly can make the playoffs. Can they beat the Bears, though, at home? Uh, Jeff, uh, Jared Goff is just agoraphobic, I think. And he likes to play inside <laughs> at home. And this is where this game is being played. Last week was Panthers. That stadium's weird. It's always it's always like a 125 game or, you know, an early game where the the, there's too much sun and nobody likes it. It's weird. The elements are strange and Goff at home. He's going to be so snug and throw to his guys and do the stuff he does. Give me the lions. I must too pick Leon. Yeah. Kings of Leon's. I don't have an argument for the bears. The bears are incentivized to lose out. They're, in line with the number one pick overall because the fucking Texans won. So they still can get that thing and then trade back because they have a quarterback. So they're sitting pretty with draft position. Okay, Jags at Texans. Your first place Jaguars. Am I saying it right yet, Danny? I've been working on this. My first place Jaguars. I actually, there's, I, I have a pet peeve that, for some reason, whenever they have to say it, the Kansas City reporters or the podcast guys that I listen to, the Chiefs guys, they say Jaguars like a bunch of little yeah. fucking kids. I hate. You called it. me out on it. I've it's, done it. It is not. It's 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 like nails on a chalkboard. I can't hear it. Um, but we're gonna have to hear a lot more of the Jaguars because they're gonna win out, I think, and make the playoffs. It's easy to beat the Texans. It's weird that the. That Malik Willis <laughs> didn't think so last but, week. You know, they're they they're 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 spry but not unbeatable when you're trying to go on a playoff run, which Trevor Lawrence is. Man, I'm picking the Texans. Oh yes. Oh my god. The Texans, oh. they're hot. They're hot. They're actually hot. They won a game. They didn't almost win a game. <laughs> All right. That's if the much. baseline for Heat is nearly winning, the Texans are on fucking fire. I love it. I love it. Thank you for this. Yeah, I'm taking the Jags. As, uh, come on. It's Doug Peterson, man. Man, whatever, dude. You think the Jags are a real football team? G- kiss my ass. They beat the Jets. The Jets barely have a uh, staff. They don't have a quarterback. They don't have <laughs> shit, dude. Yeah. It was a downpour. It was Thursday night. Yeah, Nothing that matters. That shit don't count. Danny, let's pull up that clip of uh, you basically calling this uh on the in the august preseason edition of sorry we love football so yeah. we'll, we'll have to unearth some of your good takes yeah. not just all the bad stuff that you 20 20 percent of the time i'm right 100 <laughs> percent of the right. time next up broncos at chiefs um let's just talk about the broncos first nathaniel hackett got fired 
they're stuck with Russell Wilson. They, they really are. The offensive line has turned on him. The whole team seems like all of his teammates openly hate the quarterback, which is unbelievably funny. And they're stuck with him. I mean, if they get rid of him, they have to pay him a hundred million dollars to leave. Yeah, hundred nine million actually. So that's like no, it's a hundred million dollars, and then it's like a decent strong safety. That's like a really bad fucking deal. Um, but they can't. They're not going to be able to get rid of him. They already said publicly that you know they're going to back. That he's, he's fi- fixable. Fixable. What a fun thing to hear about yourself <laughs> from a loser like George Payton in the. Broncos organization. Either way, it's a, it's it's going to be a Chiefs win, but I don't like this. I don't like it at all. I know that that we can beat them quite easily. And watching that game, parts of the game that I could stomach, it was I was salivating. I was like it was I it was like put a Pizza Hut pizza in front of me and I was like drooling buckets until they announced that this guy gets fired and there's all kinds of hope for the future. It's making me nervous, but give me the Chiefs, of course. I mean, and Danny, allowing 10 points to a top 10 offense in the Seattle Seahawks, nothing to scoff at. The Chiefs' defense played really well in that game. It was really three points, too, until the very end. It was it was a very okay. solid defensive performance that I do not think we can repeat consistently. But maybe against the Broncos, we'll beat them by... I I'm, I'm, wouldn't pick the spread. That's just me. That's just my Jewish nerves but we should mm-hmm. beat the crap out of these losers. Jamel? The Chief. Chiefs. Chiefs all around. All right, Dolphins at Patriots. Uh, this is broken to or Tua won't be playing in this game. Um, so I'm picking the Patriots based off of that. I don't believe in... What's their, what's their backup guy's name? Skyler or something? Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy B, Teddy Two Gloves. Oh, yes, Teddy the Two Gloves. The B-Man. Well, they had another guy have to play earlier this season, too. And I think his name's Skyler or something. So I still like the Patriots in this game. Has ever- it's just horrible because no one wants to see the Patriots in the playoffs. They're so boring and so bad. Their path to the playoffs is odd. It would involve the, the Dolphins losing a few, if I'm not mistaken. Well, they're playing them right now. They got to beat them. And but it would need to be more than one. I I don't know. I mean, I think they will win this game. You can put me down for the Patriots, but I don't think they make the playoffs. God forbid. Fins up. Oh my god. You got that much faith in in bridge over troubled waters? No. I don't have faith. I'm just I've decided three weeks ago that I was not gonna win this gift card. And uh, you guys keep leaving the door open. So I'm going to keep trying to shut it for you. But we'll see. Fins. I think that Texans pick covered it. But yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Which is the Texans should not want to win. We can't stress that enough. They need the first pick to get the quarterback they want. Houston Come on, man. If you get the second pick, you can just, just draft something else. Houston's hot. Jamel's uh, right. That's why James Harden wants to go back. Precisely. Oh God. We're not getting into that. Colts at Giants. Oof. Oh, <laughs> Colts. The Colts. They, they can't, who do they even start this week? I got to say Giants before you even try to involve analysis in whatever happens in this Their game. Their defense played well. 
The Giants or the Colts defense played well in that Monday the night The Colts game. defense should revolt on the rest of the organization. The Colts totally defense agree. has been a fantastic defense all year, but they either have to deal with Matt Ryan throwing some of the worst footballs I ever seen. Matt Ryan's out there throwing Tide Pods around. <laughs> or the coaches letting them down. Giants. The Giants will win. Yes, I agree. Fully. The Colts are uh, are are finding interesting ways to be. You guys ready for this? I'm gonna say it. C O L T S. Colts, Colts, Colts. Thank you. You have the nerve to make fun of me for picking anything, and you pick the Colts. They're just that dumb. It's that. It's just the league's dumb. We've all we all know this. You, yeah, this yeah. is like you guys picking the Texans last week. So when you know the the Colts are up three in the fourth quarter and you're sweating it, I can't wait for that. Uh, okay, next up, Saints at Eagles. Uh, we haven't really talked about the Eagles yet. Lane Johnson, huge news injury. We lost our slot. Are the injuries are finally starting to catch up with this team, which we were lucky all season long. Now we're losing our quarterback, our best players uh, in other important positions. Um, I thought Minchie played well. And he turned some sloppy turnovers, whatever. Too but. well. Made your boy uh, 200 or plus 2,000 now in the MVP race. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think Mahomes was lit the world on fire in that, in that game. I mean, he he was good. He's always good. The diving but touchdown, the man wants not, it more it beautiful. than anyone. He wants this trophy. Beautiful thing. I Look, this is setting up deliciously for... The thing that I've said all season long, every time you brought up what a steamroller this Eagles team is, I'm just saying that first playoff week, that's where you should start being afraid. That first game, whether you're the one seed and you had the bye or you're playing at home or maybe you lose the next couple and somehow you're playing away, it doesn't matter. That first playoff game should terrify you. And now... Of course it does. Every the playoff element, game terrifies me. This, is, this whole season for you has been like Final Destination. The Rube Goldberg machine <laughs> slowly working its magic until the crescendo of death. Um, I hope Jalen Hurts plays in this game, even if he's not 100%. Shut the door. Beat this team. We own the Saints' first-round pick, so beating them is a double whammy. We get a better draft pick if we win this game, and we get the number one seed. We should be fully incentivized to win this game I don't want Jalen to be rusty and not have played in like six weeks before he comes back. I think it's worth it to play him. The Saints pass rush isn't that good, so you shouldn't be too scared with that losing the, the right tackle. Take Give me the Eagles, and let's celebrate all the way into the new year. I mean, I'm taking the Eagles, but I don't think Hurts should play. I don't think Hurts should play. I think I think rest as many guys, even if dudes is questionable. There should be a full roster of second string guys playing the Saints. Then you bring them all back for the next week. Why? Or, that, we'll, or if week we win, 18. if we win, that's we will have no reason to to play that game. I don't think Hurts plays. By the way, I do, I mean that's that's best. Well, we had, for we your don't really team. have an update. All of the the Hertz camp people say he is hell bent on playing, but you know I think he would have played last week too, and they they didn't allow him to. So the reason he, to play the last game is rhythm, bro. Get the rhythm, and it's even better that the last game doesn't matter. Even if they lose, you get Hertz out there. He throws a couple weird balls. It's fine. 
he'll be he'll get it out of his system by playoff time. Look, this this is a situation where I'm going to have to play strategy even though I don't want to. I'm going to have to pick the Eagles to keep pace with whatever else happens. <clears throat> if this was 2 weeks ago and I was on cruise control, I'd be picking <laughs> the goddamn Saints. You better believe it. Look, I think they can this win is, this game. This will not be an easy game. It's going to be very annoying and a slugfest and they're going to break out all their Taysom Hill shit. Alvin Kamara is going to look like he was playing three years ago. Alave is going to go off. Like it's going to be a tough game. I still, I just think we're better. So I, I fully expect the Eagles to win that game. Okay. Last early game, Panthers at bucks. Uh, keep pounding, keep pounding. Do you think Sam Darnold's the starter next year? Has he earned it? I like it. I like the idea of it. I don't think that with, you know, a, uh, uh, a pretty aggressive Jewish owner who we all enjoy. You know, we all enjoy a, a, a guy willing to throw some money around and be weird about his team. His fandom spills too much into his ownerdom, but uh, he's not going to accept a Sam Darnold for another season. Any real fan wouldn't. You need to draft somebody. And that I guy wouldn't. will probably win a preseason competition against Sam Darnold if Baker Mayfield was able to do that. So point. probably no Darnold. But, uh, you know, the running game's good. The defense is kind of good. I just think Tom Brady is kind of, he's he's licking up the last few droplets of dark crystal magic that he has left. Oh. He's broken the seal on his, on his evil crystal. It's open and he's just licking the bowl of, yeah. of the crystal half to get the last bits of, yeah. of juice. He definitely has an Aaron Hernandez bone amulet. <laughs> and that's going to, pre- sure. that's the, this victory against the Panthers seals the playoffs. I think yeah. he's got to use it now. Uh, I got to pick the Panthers because I'm a comedian. <laughs> I'm picking the Panthers Dude. as well. I think be that funny. I genuinely think the Panthers are better. They might I be do. better. That's that is not the issue. I think the Cardinals were better, honestly, than whatever Tom Brady's doing right now. But here we are. Well, there's actually one more early game. My bad. I thought this was in the afternoon. Browns at Commanders. What Wentz versus Watson, baby. The Browns now eliminated from the playoffs officially, freed up to just play loose and ruin the commander season for good. Yeah, I'm sorry. Brown's coach is going to put together a masterful game plan. If there was ever a time for the plot of the last Boy Scout to be (laughs) lived out on TV, it would be this game. This is a great Uh, game. Yeah, I'm I'm picking the commanders and maybe for the last time ever. This might be my last time ever picking the Commanders to win again. This is I'm the, just going to embrace it. Yeah, you should because your your team actually has more of a future than the Browns, I think, and they're the ones who committed five hundred million dollars to uh, get Deshaun Watson the most therapy a man could buy. I don't know how much that that amount of guaranteed money could get you, but uh, this is the Brown Bowl. You know, the Browns 
and the FedEx Fields Washington Commanders kind of the Boykin and Brown D for you kind of thing. I made it. I'm making it work. <laughs> yeah, I see. Brown what you, Bowl. I, you you made it. Yeah, uh-huh. it's the Brown Bowl, and the, only the browniest team can win. And the Commanders have been such shit lately that I think they're going to win. That's my logic. Wow. What? <laughs> what just happened? It's the I'm, orange bowl. They wear orange. FedEx is orange, and then they have orange. I'm taking the Browns to the orange bowl. Give me the <laughs> Browns, baby. Yeah, it's a spot. It's a wise pick. It's, it's Wentz. If it's Wentz playing, this is meltdown city. Yeah, it's <laughs> meltdown city, and and Terry McLaurin is going to disappear. For all of you people in a whoever's in a fantasy final with Terry McLaurin, bench that man. Bench that man now. We're talking about single-digit targets I mean, at best. At least Carson Wentz can, like, go to a grocery store and not get booed. I just feel like <laughs> Deshaun Watson's life has just sucked so much. And great, you know, that's, that's, that's been the goal of all of us booers. <laughs> but still, it's sucked so much. I don't think he can win. I, the will is not in him. I got the Browns in that one. Okay, next up, Niners at Raiders, afternoon games. Uh, this is a pretty close to a one-sentence game because the Raiders are irrelevant and the Niners are steamrolling. Uh, I'll just say this. It's time to end the Derek Carr era. It's lasted nine seasons now, zero playoff wins. Take them behind the shed. Sounds like a commander's quarterback to me. That's next season. <laughs> He's going to be your new Carson Wentz. Welcome, welcome on over. We, we we can't wait to have you. Can't wait to see you, brother. Yeah, the Raiders are just, I don't know what it is, honestly. I thought they kind of had, it is just Derek Carr, because the rest of the team kind of works. I mean, it all makes sense on paper. But yeah, they've shut down all their best defensive players. We're playing them in week 18, already drooling for that one. Hopefully they don't fire Jim Josh McDaniels before next week. Uh, give me the... Niners, obviously. They're going to hurt them. They're going to physically hurt them. Niners all around. I'm just imagining you're saying the Niners, right, Jamel? Yeah, um, I am. Can I get... um, Do I get extra points if I call like someone getting hospitalized after the game? Like, I think a fan fight is going to end with an individual in the hospital. Can I get an extra point? I don't know. If if it makes... If it makes national news, it's too tight of a race. Niners, it's Niners Raiders. Yeah. They, these fans do that in preseason games. Come on now, <laughs> this they started the starter jacket wars. <laughs> oh, shit, so I got I have to call a death. I can't call a death. If you call a death, that's five points. We don't I'm do that on do this that. show. That is I'm not going to do that. We do it off. I'm not going to do that. Rest in peace, Franco Harris. By the way, I'm not going to do it. Even though technically I almost did it last week, I'm not going to do it. Okay, Niners all around. Jets at Seahawks. Um, oh, why? Zach Wilson was benched for Chris Strevler, a guy who was like elevated from the practice squad that week. I didn't even know who it was. I mean, we also saw like <laughs> one of the worst footballs I've ever seen leave a man's hands. Oh, I um, and receiver caught it. Mike White is back. Mike Whitehive, do you believe? I don't. Give me the Seahawks. Mike White is damn good for, I agree. for a Jets quarterback. Damn good. 
He is slightly ahead of Flacco. And where was Flacco? We got to go to Streveler. I mean, what, what the fuck? We can't get a Flacco cameo. He's that far down the depth chart. Uh, it's not important. Give me the Jets. The Jets will Whoa. win. Mike White. Ooh. I, I agree. This is a, a close game. The Jets are scrappy. I like Salah. He knows the Seahawks very well. He looks like an Pete Egyptian Carroll. god. He does. And he looks like an angry god at this point. Mix that up so with the Jets' little... season is slipping away. Well, mix it up with a little white power, and you've got a playoff possibility <laughs> in week 18. Oh, no. The Jets cannot adopt that saying. You know, there's fans saying it, though. You gotta be. They're saying it, but not for the reason that we made up. I got I'm picking the Seahawks because they're at home. Yeah. Whatever. I, it's probably this game is going to it's going to they're going to tie twice. All right. Moving on. Vikings at Packers. Do you believe Danny? Do you believe in Rodgers? I do it's happening. not believe in Aaron Rodgers. He will. He might still make the playoffs, right? If he loses this one. I don't know the exact math. I think they got to win out. Well, I don't I don't think the Vikings are going to lose this game, to be honest. I think Kirk Cousins, for lack of a better word, is hot. Oof. You locking that in, Vikings? You lock that right in and down. And they like how many like important linemen do the Packers have to lose for the season? before someone takes advantage of it. Yes, it's going to be a close game. The Vikings will win on a last-second field goal, but they're going to win. You can't picture a post-game interview with Aaron Rodgers being impossibly annoying and smug. You can't just you can't close your eyes and see that, because I can. I can see it either way, win or loss. <laughs> this was tough. This was a tough one. Where is this one at? Lambo Field, the frozen tundra. Oh God, the NFL Films voice is going to be there. Yep. Ooh, ooh. Oh, this one is hurt. I, oh, I think I feel some of that pizza coming back up. <laughs> ah, no, no. Oh Lord, I don't know. Ah, give me the pack. Mm. Go back, go. I'm, go back, go. I'm it's going to be miserable out there. Yeah, give me that. I'm going to run away with this thing or possibly be losing <laughs> for next week. Um, yeah, hey, look, the thing is, you're not being shy. We're, we're, nah, we're you, picking you, some crazy ones. For you, to, for you to lay your nuts down the way you have, Danny, it's really commendable. Balls on the bandsaw, I mean, boys. I was going to say, are, are his nuts really? Jets on the road? He picked the Jets on the road. They don't even have a team. White power. <laughs> Zach Wilson will not replace us. Oh, that doesn't really work. Okay, sorry. Rams at Chargers. Battle for Los An- Battle for Los Angeles. Pizza faces made the playoffs. I'm gonna cut all. I'm gonna cut our boys off. I'm gonna get up on this one early. Rams! Oh, the Rams. oh no. 
Give me the fucking Rams. They're hot, baby. Oh, no. You have. I mean, they 50 burgered the best defense in football. That's Come true. On, give me them Rams. I son. mean, how many times this season have we watched Russell Wilson get screamed at to his face about things by his own teammates? It is. I, he, of course, they put a 50 burger on that. They, that was rock bottom. They're not going to get a rock bottom team this time. They're getting the Chargers. Give me the Chargers, please. I do hate this Chargers team, and I don't believe in them. I'm, I'm with you on all that. And Brandon Staley is obnoxious and very annoying. We saw his pregame stretching routine for some reason. Humping routine? They, they had to air that. It wasn't even a normal missionary-style hump. It was like he was taking it in the ass-style yeah. hump. We watch, we've watched <laughs> enough uh, videos for the old ridiculousness job that we've seen people humping air in gyms quite oh, a yeah. lot and quite a lot it's very common but you don't do it in front of the national cameras <laughs> i want to pick the rams too just because that video yeah do it i hated that and they weren't even that good in that monday night game it was just falls was so bad oh oh but the, how could you possibly pick the rams i'm picking the chargers <laughs> i'm picking the rams because it's not a it's not a home game for the Chargers. The Chargers are fictitious. I think we can all agree. The yes. way they beat the Colts looked as fake as could possibly be. It's not right. good energy, bro. Moving on. Sunday night used to be one of the best rivalries in football. Steelers at Ravens. Somehow the Steelers are 7-8. and eight. They can still do this Mike Tomlin 500 over 500 season. How the fuck? I remember they were like three and seven at some point. We're like, well, that's gone. And it's not gone yet. Mike Tomlin can still do this. And I kind of like him in this one. The Tyler Huntley Ravens do nothing for me. Nothing. I like the Steelers. Ooh, buddy. Oh, oh. I don't know. I don't know. Steelers. Give me those Ravens then. I'll oh, I need my. I gotta do it. I gotta do it. Uh I don't know. Ravens defense. Is that we can we can say and they're at home. I don't know if the Ravens fans like this Ravens team is like, there's some weird thing going on with Lamar. The team's backing their way into the playoffs. There's not good vibes coming out. Of that I, team. I think that yeah. Mike Tomlin, because of the 17 game schedule thinks that eight, and nine counts as a 500. <laughs> I would love to see him say that in a fucking press conference. Just like, I still kind of did it. I believe it counts. <laughs> Okay, Monday Night Football, finally a good one. This is an actually good Monday Night Football game with a lot on the line. It's a great game. Bills at Bengals. Yes. This is what we want. This is no joke. This is probably the only game I really care about this week. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm with you. I think we're going to knock out 
the Broncos pretty easily if they're anything like what they were the other week. And even if they're not, this is the only game that actually has playoff implications for my team. I need the Bengals to win. The Bengals winning puts us in a dream scenario. We're the one seed. We get the bye. Coming into Arrowhead is the winner of the Chargers Jags. And then we play whoever comes out of the Bills Bengals division. Give me these Bengals. I will will it to happen by pure force of my rage. Mm hmm. Jamal, who you like? In spite of my rage, I'm still I'm still just a bangle in a cage, baby. Boingles. Wow. We need to see Bengals kid again, which I know we always bring him up because they trotted him out for that whole playoff run and it really worked. Uh the Bills, I I you know it's Aaron Vale, obviously a frequent guest on this program, big Bills fan. She told me she booked a flight to Buffalo for the AFC championship game weekend because she expects them to get, be there. I was like, this betrays everything you are as a Bills fan. What Bills fan expects to be there or host that game? Yeah. Crazy. Like a Josh Allen red zone interception, it is going <laughs> to be the kind of cell phone that she will come to regret for years to come. <clears throat> so I- I'm picking the Bills just because this game is a truly a toss-up, and I think the Bills are better. They are not better. Have you seen Josh better. Allen? They're like a little better. Josh Allen's really good. He's pretty good at running. He's really good. He's good at knocking people over on third and 15 because that's what he has to do. It, when he throws it too deep, over 15 yards over the middle of the field, someone else from the other team is going to catch it. That's what's been happening, especially in the red zone. Guys, garbage. <laughs> like a garbage I mean, plate. that's crazy. That's crazy to say, but I mean, I'm just, I'm rocking with the home team and it's still the regular season and the Bills are the third best team in the AFC. I mean, the Bengals are and the Bills are the second and that's fine. Upsets you, happen every day, just, B. Okay. I'm just saying, I'm, no, I'm saying it's barely an upset. There's, it's it really is like even in my mind. It's, so I'm I going with that. the home team. That's it. Okay. Uh, let's move on to this week's mailbag. You've got mail. Every week, envelopes, packages, gifts, letters flood the Sarwilo Football Headquarters, and we read one of them each on air. Uh, Danny, you want to reach into that mailbag and grab something to read? Bags, bottoms, letters. Let's go. Uh, hey, guys, love the show. It's me, Chief Saholic, Chief Superfan and Bank Robber Extraordinaire writing to you from an Oklahoma jail, which won't hold me for long. Once I'm out, I fully intend to be back at Arrowhead Stadium drinking High Life's and watching the immortal Patrick Mahomes on the FDIC-insured dime that I've grown accustomed to. See, I learned my lesson from getting caught. Never heist alone. And this time, I put together a crew of ex-NFL players that could take down Fort Knox. Like my entryman, Ryan Leaf. He can break into anything. All he needs is a chisel and some pills. I got my guy Maurice Claret working, uh, working crowd control. Put a gun in his hand, he'll scare the shit out of you. I also found a top-notch wheelman. I believe you've heard of him, Dante Stallworth. He's going to transfer the cash into Nate Newton's trunk 
where it'll be laundered through his weed export business. Seamless. Good luck trying to foil me this time, pigs. I'm in this thing until the bitter end because I'm not just a chief saholic, if you know what I mean. For me, the action is the juice. That's from Heat. Go Chiefs. Sign Chief Saholic. Nice. I'm a little jealous of this late season fun Chiefs boost that you've gotten out of this story. Because it's an awesome story. You have a a Chiefs super fan robbing banks. I mean, this sounds like a fucking made-up story out of the 1940s. Um, but it's happening right now. Oh, it's and been- I like his super team as well. I think that's a great idea. That's really what the whole letter was based on. It seems like it's just letting us know who's in his gang. And <laughs> I, it actually works together perfectly. These are all the, probably the, the best felons the NFL has ever had. Ryan Leaf's uh, Twitter action is pretty fun these days. He's, he's clapped, he claps back at, at a lot of people. So he searches his name pretty often and tells him how it really is. Yeah, weird. He's an, he's good. a really angry guy. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. seems like it. I mean, being the biggest bust of all time has got to fucking ruin your life a little Stick bit. Stick in your craw a bit. Uh, Jamal, you got a letter? Yeah. Uh, I got a letter. My letter today comes from Tua Tungavailoa's last brain cell. Ooh, I love it. Hey, what's up, guys? Love the show. Uh. For all you folks out there, all in my shit, because I threw a couple picks, I'm fighting for my fucking life. You think me throwing a couple picks is a problem? I'm dealing with so much right now. You think my throwing motion is weird because I'm left-handed? Go fuck yourself. Me and my host are playing till the bitter end. This is football, dog. It comes with CTE. I don't give a shit what happens next. We will be playing the next time the doctors let us. And when I off myself in front of Nick Saban's house 10 years from now, it'll all be worth it. It'll all be worth it. I don't give a shit if I only make a a half of playoff appearance. This is what football is about, goddammit. End of letter. (laughs) Uh, That's, I mean... (laughs) Grim. Well said, but so grim we can't use it in any uh, promotion capacity. Yeah, got a little, whoa. This is is just for the real deep cutters who listen to this pod. Well, I'm glad glad he likes the show. Uh, Not even him, it's just his last brain brain cell. cell. Yeah, he doesn't know anything right now. He's in La La He's so alone up there. It's just... Going through the motions. It's just all he can do is kind of shuffle around and throw a football. Poor guy. Okay. Um, I got a, a, a letter here. It's from the NFL's YouTube channel. From mm. the NFL's YouTube channel. It says, hey, guys, big fan of the show. Wanted to write in and let you know what you will be required. Wanted to write in and let you know what will be required from you, the viewer, next year when YouTube fully takes over the NFL Sunday ticket from DirecTV. So here is what you're going to need. A smart TV. I mean, obviously. Mm-hmm. A YouTube account. Duh. Extremely powerful Wi-Fi signal. Live streaming takes up much more bandwidth. So you must be prepared there. Um, extreme patience. We're going to show you ads. We're going to require all your personal information be input. We're going to need you to link your passport information. 
Why does a passport? What does a passport have to do with watching football? You will find out. Just enter the information if you want to watch the games. Uh, IT skills. You're going to need those. Problem solving will be on you, the user. That's why it's called YouTube. You thought DirecTV had bad customer service? Well, guess what? We don't have any. Good thing you'd always YouTube how to fix the YouTube problem, and our our users will explain it to you. It'll make sense once you start using YouTube. You'll see. Um, And most of all, extreme patience again. This is going to be a nightmare. Hope you like buffering. Signed, NFL's YouTube channel. And Um, Minecraft. Yeah. So... The dishes are out. There's no reason to install a big dish on the side of your TV anymore. I kind of liked it. There were everybody's TV or games were synced up. I when I was in New York uh, over uh, Christmas, like a, a week or so ago, I went out to to try and watch Thursday night football. I had to go to three different places because two of them weren't playing it because they couldn't stream. <laughs> Amazon on their TVs because their TVs aren't smart TVs. Right. They only had fucking direct TV or whatever it was. So they had every option except for how. So I couldn't even watch an NFL football game. Uh, so stupid. Um, so we're moving fully there. It's all streaming, baby. No more channels. Yep. Who needs it? Cut the cord. Sooner or later, it's It's going to be be all going directly into our brains. So that's what we're setting up. All I need, my one one last note for YouTube, which I guess would also be my final thought. I'm going to just go ahead and just skip you. Hey, YouTube, just because I like sports does not mean I'm also interested in uh, uh, secondary income and building my wealth. And like, I'm not broke. All right. I'm not trying to figure out how to turn $10 into $1,000 by uh, pretending to buy homes and, and and like putting up fictitious mortgages and shit. Leave that fucking wealth building shit out of my ads. Just show me the soap and ass. <laughs> I don't need any other ads. I hate it. I hate this YouTube thing. That's my final thought. Just to follow up on that. I, it's going to be great for us and easier for people who have laptops, but not everybody can do that, especially NFL fans. So yikes. Can't wait to explain it to my family every week. You said it's on Danny. YouTube. You said it's a YouTube. Hey, uh, excuse me. Hey, get Daniel on the phone. You call it a you. Who's the two? No. Don't do this. They like their DirecTV. It's so easy and straightforward and and uh, 20 years ago. Oh, Danny, final thought. Uh, I'll just get off of this and go into quickly the fun heel turn that we've gotten from Mac tonight. All of a sudden, he's a dirty player. I didn't even notice it. I love it. Now they got all this evidence. I didn't know he was a fucking <laughs> asshole. Good for him. Have an identity. <laughs> That's the first thing I've learned about Mac Jones is he's a prick who tries to injure other players. Uh, sorry. Yeah, sorry we went uh, real long again. Probably. Yeah, uh, and I'm I'm sorry for picking the Rams. Uh, that's that's crazy. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>